Hey, it's Jess, and welcome to the HeartStrong Podcast. It's my personal mission to guide you toward your greatest potential. So come along with me as we explore living with courage, or as I put it, living HeartStrong. Hey, it's Jess, and welcome to this episode of the HeartStrong Podcast. On today's episode, I am going to share a tool with you that I have been using in my life in the last year that has really helped me to have agency in my life, especially in situations where it's easy for me to feel powerless. And I hope that this is something that you can think about and perhaps apply to your own life. But the HeartStrong Podcast has really been about taking your power back this month. The first episode I shared was with Carrie Kilty and Kelly Korchak. At age 41, Carrie was diagnosed with stage four ovarian cancer, which is just a devastating diagnosis. There's a 30% survival rate at five years. It's now seven years and Carrie is still here thriving with cancer. And I love how she says that because it's not always about completely getting rid of the thing that we have, but it's thriving with it. And that episode is really an episode about about realizing that we have power and agency in our stories. You know, she said something on the on the podcast. She said, standard of care gets you standard results. I think that's really applicable to a lot of things in our life. And she decided to go outside the standard of care to think and and explore if there were ways that she could approach her cancer in a different way. And it has paid dividends for her, not only in the fact that it has helped her body and her immune system to work better, but she has shifted herself in incredible ways in her mind, body, and spirit, in her relationships, in the way that she shows up in life, in the way that she mothers her girls. Like It's just a powerful episode on... On, on what we can do when something really difficult happens to us. And she's joining forces with her friend, Kelly Korchuk, who is an oncology nurse. And together they're writing a book because they want to help other people approach cancer in a new way. And that is one thing that I love highlighting on this podcast are people who have something challenging, they have a realization, and then they decide to do something with it that can impact the world around them for good. I have no doubt these women are going to do great things with that. And it's inspiring to have sort of a passenger seat and watch them do it. Um, the second episode this month that I hope you listen to is with Dr. Morgan Cutlip. I have admired Dr. Cutlip and I called her Dr. Morgan on the episode um, on Instagram. I think she's just doing really important work around motherhood and the mental load that we all carry. Um, you know, all the things that tick, tick in your mind. Oh, did I pick up the prescription and I have to do the dishes and oh, there needs to, this needs to be fixed. And, you know, and they, it just goes on and on and on. A lot of times women say like at the end of the day, their mind just goes, goes crazy. I know mine does sometimes in the middle of the night thinking about all the things that we have going and we're carrying those things with us. Dr. Morgan is a psychotherapist and a relationship expert, and she knows what it feels like to lose yourself in motherhood. And so she's made it her mission to help mothers. But I, I, what I love about her too is that she really cares, I believe, about relationships. She wants us to be in better relationships, not only with ourselves, but with our partners, within our families. I think her, her I would say her ultimate goal is to create stronger and better families. And so I highly recommend that you listen to that episode as well, because again, it's about taking your power back, asking for what you need, declaring this is who I am, this is how I'm showing up, this is where I'm struggling, so that we can be better moms, better partners, better people in this world. And when we when we do that, we get to like take more of the goodness out of life that is there for us. 
And so all of that gets me to what I want to share with you today. And that is a tool I mentioned that has helped me take some agency back in my life. So when we were kids, I'm the oldest of five, my dad would say, and he probably said this to me a lot because maybe I was the big, big uh, person that was struggling with this, but he said, are you reacting or are you responding? And I will tell you, I used to roll my eyes. I don't know, behind his back or whatever when he would say that because I thought it was so annoying. But it's such an important question that I have started asking myself again in my life. Are you reacting or are you responding? Now, I will tell you that I have the ability to be a huge reactor. Like I can just fly off the handle. I feel very strongly about things. I'm a very passionate person. It's very easy for me to just lose my lose myself or, you know, when... I'm really frustrated or really mad. Um, And so, or when I think something should be done in a completely different way, I will say that one of the things that I find most frustrating in the world is inefficiency. And I'm part of a lot of inefficient systems. And um, so that gets me, but that's an aside. So are you reacting or responding in your life? And I started to think about this. And so this is what I started to do. I started to pay attention to how I was showing up to situations, but then not only paying attention to internally as like sort of a third party observer of myself, I started articulating how I was showing up to to other people. And so I want to give you a couple examples of the ways that I have used this in my life, because I think this can drastically improve not only your mental health and how you're feeling, I think it can help you to feel that you have more agency and in fact, to have more agency. But I also think it has the ability to improve your relationships. And my goal on the HeartStrong podcast is how is as always to help people to grow through their life challenges is to find a way to be better versions of ourselves so that we can live fuller and happier and freer lives despite whatever circumstances that we find ourselves in. And so are you reacting or responding and how are you showing up? So when I am headed for, let's just say a meeting, for me, it's a lot of times around medical things with my son, Bodhi. He has a rare disease and he has the potential to be in a lot of doctor's offices. And so recently I was approached by his neurologist with the recommendation for him to see another specialist. And the reality of Bodhi's situation is that there is no cure for his disease. Um, There is no research that is promising. There is really symptom management. And so our goal for him is to have a healthy quality of life and not to spend a lot of time in the hospital or in doctor's offices because that's not good for the rest of the family. We've done that once with our oldest son. And so we've made a real conscious decision that it is not what we want to do this time around. And so recently I was in a situation where, um, the, his neurologist office recommended that I see another specialist based on the results of some, a testing that he had done. And I will say, I will agree that there's, it was very reasonable for him to make this recommendation. And when I got on the phone with the nurse, she was going down this rabbit hole of all these testings and all these things that that she wanted to do. And I felt this like anxiety, just an anger and frustration just building up. So a lot of times when we're in systems, let's say healthcare, education, um, it could be your job where you feel that people have more power over you in the sense of like, well, you have to show up now. We only have an appointment at this time. It's like, there's no, I always get frustrated because I feel like there's no realization for the fact that I'm also a human, that I have things going on in my life, that I have other children, that I live two hours from this particular doctor, all of that. And so um, 
I felt just this bubbling up of anger and frustration inside of myself. And I stopped myself because this is the practice that I've been doing. And I said to her, I said, I, I'd like to tell you how I'm showing up here today. And I went on to tell her that I have um, three living children, that I have been through a lot of medical things with my oldest son who ended up passing when he was seven, and that we made a lot of difficult medical decisions. And we've really come to the place that we feel like just because we can do something doesn't mean that we should do something. And that our goal as a family in our, in full disclosure is to give Bodhi the best quality of life, which we believe includes for him not being in the hospital a lot, not going to a lot of doctor's appointments because it takes away from our quality of life. And it creates a whole host of other things, especially when you have someone in your family where, you know, my husband sometimes is like, he's like, he could be like, they could just never stop. I and mean, there's a million there. There's a million specialists that he could potentially see. I want to be clear that we will always do everything for Bodhi that's best for him to give him, like I said, a quality of life. And if there was, oh God, if there was ever anything I could do for him to change a situation, I would do it in a heartbeat. I have tried so many things. Um, but at this point, that is how I'm showing up. And so I was very honest with the nurse about this is how I'm showing up. These are our values. This is what's important to us. I would be more than happy to meet with a doctor, but this is where I'm coming from. And what I felt like it did is it removed, it would be very easy for me to be annoyed with this person. It wasn't her fault. She was just doing her job. But sometimes when we are in situations where we feel powerless, we can lash out at the other person because they're there to be lashed out at. But I really, so she said to me, she's like, thank you for telling me that. That helps to put context around your family situation and what's important to you. So it took, it, it allowed me to feel like I had power. It took away the angst or sort of the bad energy that could have happened between her and I. And it allowed her to understand where I was coming from so that when we do meet with a doctor potentially, that we could make decisions that are in the best interest of Bodhi and our family. Now, I've also done this practice at school with my kids. There are a million things to be involved in at school. I like to be involved in things. There are specific things that I want to show up for and that I feel like I can do. And there are a lot of things that I can't do. And so again, sometimes it's a matter of me saying to myself, okay, this is how I'm going to show up this year. This is the thing that I am going to do. Everything else, I'll either donate some money or I just won't do it and I won't feel guilty about it because this is how I'm showing up. Last weekend, I was really frustrated about something and I was in the kitchen and I felt myself like I was about to just start clanking around things. Like, do you ever do that when you're really frustrated? Just start... You just want to start throwing things, frankly. But I was frustrated about something and I decided my husband was sitting at the island in the kitchen and I said to him, I said, you know, I just want to tell you, I'm really frustrated about this very specific thing. This is how I'm feeling lately. <clears throat> this is something that's bugging me. And I just want to tell you about it. I know that you can't fix it right now. I know I can't fix it right now, but I just want to tell you. And what happened in that conversation was I felt better about telling him, this is how I'm showing up. This is what I'm, and I said it very calmly. And he said to me, thank you so much for telling me that. I would love to try to make that different for you. And in time we will, right? So it wasn't something that there was an immediate fix for, but it's something that he validated how I was feeling. I said it in a calm way. I told him how I was showing up. And then from there, it kind of just dissipated. And that energy that could have been 
become me being reacting, me taking it out on other people became something that I took control of, that I sort of put in a box and I said, this is how I'm showing up. So next time you're in a situation where you're really frustrated, when you're feeling somewhat powerless, um, if you are, maybe you're like me and you have to deal with the healthcare system a lot, which is extraordinarily frustrating. And that's a whole other topic that I could probably spend a five hour podcast talking about, but, or if you're in a workplace, that's really frustrating, or if you're, you're in a relationship that's frustrating, just try it acknowledge to yourself, this is how I'm showing up right now. And whether you articulate that to the other person or not is up to you. But then in a conversation, perhaps you might say, this is how I'm showing up today. These are my values. This is what's important to me here. Um, this is what I'm frustrated about. How can we work on this together? Now, obviously there's no guarantee with how the person on the other end of the phone or the other end of the island or the other end of, of you know, the table is going to react to you, but it's you have taken agency and instead of reacting to a situation, you've chosen a response to it. And when we respond to something, that's when we actually have power to change it. That's when we have power to at first articulate it and then to take steps to do it differently. I just want you to remember that you always get to choose how you respond to something. Life can be, and I think that's, life can be wildly crazy. And I think that's one of, of the challenges in our culture is that we are always, our, our nervous systems are overdone um, collectively and personally in our lives. We are always in a dopamine hit with our phone. You know, there's just so many ways that like our bodies, um, just want to react because we're just frustrated. So next time you're in that situation, next time you feel that coming on, take it down a notch and say to yourself, how do I want to show up? And then act accordingly. Either just say that within yourself and give yourself a minute or tell the person in your life, this is how I'm showing up today. This is why I think this way. Take Take the focus off the emotion and put it on this third party thing that you're thinking that allows you and that other person, whoever it is, to deal with that and see how you feel. And if you feel better, I'd love to hear from you and let, let me know. But it's something that has really helped me to place things in the right place, I will say, um, in my own life. And so I hope that you will give um, Dr. Cutlip, Dr. Morgan Cutlip's episode a listen and also Carrie Kilty and Kelly Korchak's episode. They're all about empowering yourself to be a better version of yourself and just reminding you that life does not need to overtake you, that you are... Um, that you have power, that you have agency in your story, and that you can choose the next step that you're going to take. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the HeartStrong Podcast. I hope that you have a great day today, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Take care. Thanks for joining me today on the HeartStrong Podcast. You know, this podcast is a conversation about how we can create healthy and fulfilling lives by growing through our inevitable challenges. So if one of these episodes has spoken to you, will you help spread the word by subscribing, leaving a review and sharing it with a friend? I know your time is precious. So thank you for sharing it with me today. And just a reminder before I go, your life and your story have great purpose. Don't you forget it. I'll talk to you soon.